Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to primetime, bitch. And uh, soon, very soon, Pugs Dread making his return. Dan is upset and also simultaneously relieved he was not here in time for the blackening. Probably better that he was not. I'm gonna just say probably. Why is that, Dan? Is not. Why is uh, that? I don't. Pugs can be a little bit controversial with uh, certain things, and yeah. <laughs> a, a spoiler, Pugs. It was better than Axum. We'll just start there. <laughs> I, mean, I think every a, movie tonight was yeah, better not than not a fucking high bar to hit. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's just like it, at least our movie didn't give you herpes. <laughs> I mean. Okay. Yeah, I kind of expected more than that. But uh, what movie would give you herpes though? Like Ooh. Cruising? Sunny side. Oh <laughs> no, dude, that's AIDS. <laughs> Sunny side up. <laughs> that would be that would be that has the power to transcend through the screen. And, and I'm not it. even arguing with you on this one, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and shout out Swaggy Orc. You will get pugs before 2024. Before 2024. I'm going to say Ma- the mass mutilator would give you AIDS. Or <laughs> not, not a, wait, what, what was it? Herpes, right? Yes. Herpes. Okay. herpes, herpes. Close enough. No, we don't want to talk enough. about it. We'll give you syphilis, though. <laughs> 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 you could ask the body about that. <laughs> no, uh, well, well, I'll get to see Pugs at least this Saturday. Yeah. So you know, oh, yeah, yeah, he will be on the channel. We'll 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 do something. I keep forgetting. Yeah, you guys get to be there live. I'm jealous, but I will be watching and cheering along on streaming. We'll have to talk soon because I'm trying to decide when I can get back there again. Uh, but uh, I will be back for XPW Live. Soon. Yeah, we gotta. I, I gotta plan better so I can be out there too and give yeah. you those German suplexes. You've been long overdue for <laughs> oh. years. Yeah, yeah. And that's gonna be the new thing. It's gonna get get to a subscriber count and watch Dan get suplexed by Kruger. And you know what? Next time, next time Dan's out here, it'll probably be in the new uh, XPW venue in LA proper. Yeah. Oh yes, that's true. That's true. I think yeah. No matter when I come. At that point, well, I think oh. right now I haven't listened to tonight. Shit, I haven't listened to last night's show. I've been working too much. Um, so yeah, this is true. This is last true. night I, I heard it was uh, next show or the, one of the show. I, I heard it's coming up. Yeah, he didn't announce anything uh, on yesterday's show. But okay. At least if he did, it was like the last ten minutes. I missed out on the last ten, but. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we get, we do got some news bits to cover yeah. today, though. Um, so, do we want to start with, with 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 real life news or horror news? Let's close with some real life. Let, let's, let's yeah. Close with All the right. real life, yeah, because that's an interesting story. All right. Well, th- just uh, my... so. Well, fuck yeah, me too, then. I wasn't just, sure if that was. A... <laughs> I was I fucking talking, and you t- you talked over me. You fuck. I think he's got a bit of a delay. All right, 
Well, uh, yeah, just D- David Cronenberg wrapped up filming on this new horror movie called The Shrouds. And uh, um, the synopsis is Karsh, an innovative businessman and grieving widower, builds a device to connect with the dead inside a burial shroud. So sounds pretty fucking cool. Um, you know, anything involving David Cronenberg, I'm always all over. Uh, and and Brandon Cronenberg, for that matter. They're definitely my favorite working director family in horror right now. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be – I'm just glad that he's he's back at it. Hopefully uh, he keeps shooting these out because, you know, he is getting up there in age. So who knows how, how, how much longer we're going to have David Cronenberg around as a horror director or just a director in general. But – why he's still here, I say give the man all the fucking money to create his uh, nightmarish visions because if you look at his track record, almost every single one has been a fucking home run, at least for me. So, Yeah, I worry you like know, Bill might be the last. I'm always nervous yeah. about that. But. You know, uh, this is uh, – that's Dan's second favorite directing father-son duo. What's the first? No, oh, of course the Landis's. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, the one director with the real body count. So, <laughs> there is that. There is that. Yet uh, he's never directed a body count music video. It seems like that should have been. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the, it, there was a funny meme years ago where, you know, it was like, Jason, I've killed X amount of people. Freddie, I've killed X amount of people. And then it's just John Landis, bitch, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Uh, One bit of news that I did have. Full Moon. Yeah, well, yeah, two and and one for this one. But uh, Full Moon Horror, we are getting the world premiere of The Primevals at Fantasia International Film Fest. Very excited if you're a Full Moon fan, uh, Full Moon Empire fan. Uh, you've been waiting for this forever. Yeah, so what's the backstory? Yeah. Give me the backstory, because I, I had never heard about it until today, and then I watched that trailer, and I just, just had, had about three orgasms. So. Un, unfinished film. It just seemed like something that just was never going to happen, at least in any kind of finished form. Uh, How long ago was the original production? I don't remember the exact year since it was. I mean, technically, it'll be a 2023 film, I assume, since it's only yeah, completed. It, it, but but I, um, I want to say it was late 80s because it was still Empire when it was doing because it was part of an anthology, Pulse, Pulse Pounders? Pulse Pounders. That was with that, um, what's now known as Transfers 1.5. What was the third one, or the second one, Dan? Uh, the Jeffrey Combs thing. Oh, the the evil clergyman. Evil clergyman, yeah. And, and this, uh, there, it was three parts of an anthology, and they've been restoring them over the years. Obviously, Primeval's has taken yeah. the longest for obvious reasons. Yeah, we got clergyman like what five years ago now, something like that on DVD at least. So and, uh, very excited about. Yeah, that. Ben said. Uh, ben talked about it during the uh, uh, TFW panel. It was around when Robot Jocks came out. Okay, that, okay. that makes sense, actually, yeah. Because he was using them. They were doing the song. That was early 90s, right? Yeah. yeah. So that would have been, like, right yeah. on the cusp of Full Moon. Sweet. Well, well I'm, no, I'm very much... Well, well, I'm very much looking forward to it as just being a stop-motion fan. Uh, you know, 
we don't get a lot of uh, stop mo- like newer stop motion uh, movies. Even though over the last couple of years, you know, we got Pinocchio, we got Mad God, um, but I- I'm all for this, and hopefully, we get a uh, get a couple. Maybe this inspires other people to go out and make their own uh, stop motion efforts. We did get Cocaine Shark this year, though. Even though that was <laughs> that wasn't great, I appreciated the stop motion creatures. Yeah. You still got Brett Piper out yeah. there doing it, so. Once in a while, but a bigger project's always nice. Do this is still just it's just thirty minutes. I'm guessing they didn't somehow turn it into a feature, did they? I think it's a feature. Okay, I I think now, I don't have that answer, but I know where it gets. I'm coming. pretty sure it's not, but <laughs> okay. Full moon. There's a yeah. I kind of I'm kind of hoping not because when you have reshoots and stuff from different time periods uh track record on that usually isn't isn't great but yeah uh regardless i'll be there to watch it whenever it comes out on uh, the streaming service yeah evil clergyman was really good so i'm excited for it also and, and, and just it. like fuck you transfers 1.5 city of angels you, you well, just yeah. that's good too yeah but, but evil clergyman's like a little better yeah, but you're acting like that's a piece of shit. And we're talking about Pulse Panders every time you leave it out. Like it didn't isn't part of it. <laughs> I don't know if it was technically Pulse Pounders at that point. It was. That, it was okay. That I was couldn't remember if that was the original. Yeah. That was the anthology that was going to have all three. Okay. And that was it. Also used later. Um, also on in Full Moon Horror News, Blood Dolls officially coming to Blu-ray. No date yet. We were excited about that one. Uh, we talked about it in some of our full moon shows in the past, like that late '90s period. And Blood Dolls is so much fun. Uh, I, I have over in the other room the Blood Dolls pimp figure that they put out years ago. Um, I love that movie. I'm really, really happy that it's coming out. When, when we had Hideous, Head of the Family, it just makes sense that. Blood Dolls was good. I still be need to watch Jesus those Christ. movies. I've had them in my fucking collection for like three years now. You, you'll I, enjoy those, I think. I love how Dan thinks that Evil Clergyman came out five years ago. I had to look it up, Dan. It's been 11 years. 11 years. Wow. The DVD, I don't feel like, is well, 2012. All right. Fuck it then. I'm way off. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Blood Dolls is one of the better ones, in my opinion, from that time frame. So. Uh, I really like to see all of their late '90s or early early 2000s stuff on Blu-ray. So this is another another one to scratch off the list. And I think Full Moon's doing a Fourth of July sale. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think you've imagined this into existence, Dan. I, I, I think I might have saw last year's, but they usually do, so it could still be announced. Yeah, I, I went through emails. I I didn't see I didn't oh. did I see it on the page. No, they got like three Facebook pages. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, but uh, hopefully, uh, but if not, it's worth paying full price for. Most of the Uh-oh. Time. Wait, wait. We got breaking Amityville news. Oh, no. Donald Farmer reports there's now four directors making segments for his new anthology movie, Amityville Aliens. Uh-oh. They still have oh. openings for three more directors to make short segments. You want to beat it, Amity, Dad? <laughs> no. No. Right. Well, <laughs> I can't do any worse 
than uh, Cool Dude. I just want you to so have a credit that. in the same movie because you know he's going to show up. Somehow. Oh, he he's going to probably be directing six of them. <laughs> we we, we got to do our own and have me be the alien and anal probe Dan in it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it all has to center around. I mean, all those stories, and it has to center around Amityville and aliens. Have you seen any of those Amityville movies, Dan? I don't think it matters. Uh, yeah, but it's just like okay, I got to come up with like that many. I got aliens it. Oh, I got it. Yeah, for Amityville. I think. I think Kruger nailed it. We'll just. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, I can't dude. All, 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 dude. I already know. All, all you could need to do is like have a shot of a car driving in front of the house, and then you could just gr- and don't, it doesn't even need to be the house. You could green screen all that shit, and the alien abducts him. There you go. I was just gonna have the alien yeah. sodomize Dan for like ninety minutes. Ninety. <laughs> it's yeah. like it, 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 that should be the wraparound. It's just like every Amityville, frame. not guinea pig. No, every dude, frame it cannot be. T- this is every frame. Fuck you, Mount Misery Road. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> Amityville on B Jamison Avenue now. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn. Um. So, yes, I don't know. Donald, just don't let Cool Duder direct any of them. And I, I will watch it. That's all oh, I ask. No Cool Duder. I feel like if he didn't let him do it, I feel like Cool Duder might show up at his house. <laughs> That's the only like downside. It's, he's going to roll up his blinds and be, Hi, Shauncey Phillips here. <laughs> Staring at him. <laughs> I can't wait till he kicks your ass like, What motherfucker? <laughs> I would take that fight. And why did even you, if I lost, did, that would be hilarious. I why did you like turn him into like Michael Jackson? Like, by the way, have you heard Cool Duder talk? He is literally Michael Jackson. You know, they have this thing I saw that where like content creators fight Dan. Ooh. Yeah. You yeah, have... I don't know. He's like a big Oh, man. now he's looking to pull it back. Now. Oh, I'm taking the fight. I'm taking the fight. I don't think he would because I'm not big enough. You know what? I think it's time, Kruger. <laughs> is that a thing though? You didn't finish your. You didn't finish your. Yeah, thought. that's a thing. So what? Is, I like, mean, like, what is it? Like fighting MMA, fighting boxing? No, no it's 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 like celebrity boxing, basically, but oh. with influencers. That's bizarre. I haven't heard about this. I don't oh, know that we would qualify as influencers. They had that. Uh, the, these two fat fucks that are. Oh, I was uh, getting got scared for a second. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I had to. St- I had to stop myself from saying something either. But uh, <laughs> what, what is it? That boogie two nine eight eight motherfucker and wings of redemption, who is like some old cod player. They're like two four hundred pound guys that like boxed like maybe a month and a half ago. I, I gotta ask the chat, what Boxing. what podcast personalities would you like to see fight? It can be this. No, see, ben, ben gets the assignment. Ben gets the assignment. Three moved aliens. That's all. There you go. There you go. Oh, Dan's like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, three boobed aliens. That works. Um, oh wait, I got one. I got a concept. I'm not gonna give it away. Don't, I'm telling you, <laughs> I actually that's stupid. Better be better than the last time you fucking did this shit to us. <laughs> no, no. Well, this one would be funny for a short, which it would be a short. See, so. Yeah, it's not. Oh well, there you go. Piz versus Lauren Barney. Oh, I, I don't know who I'm. 
That would be interesting. Are, it's kind of a mismatch. Isn't Piz like <laughs> six foot fucking five? Right. Yeah, I was going to say, but I don't know. That could be a battle where, you know, David Goliath, you know, you never know how that goes. I yes, you do. Up. That's why they have weight classes in fucking <laughs> professional fighting, sir. Well, this is true, but, you know. Well, Ben's got know. one, too. Christian, Christian Hannah right. Horror and Serial at Midnight. Well, I know uh, one I mean, of those two. Well, obviously, my dream match is is Dan Cool Duder, and of course, Cool Duder's over. <laughs> what main event? I don't know. Cool Duder is there's like an entire. Well, obviously, it's going to be a, a Kruger Open Challenge. <laughs> I think he might take the fight if if they let Dead Pit in my corner. That's if you know that history, you know that history. Like he might take it in that case. That'd be pretty funny, actually. He's yeah. like your coach. Yeah, well, yeah. Giving you the Rocky speech in between. You know what? I think that's what's going to, we're going to have to start filming Dan Vignette. You need to legitimately put out an open challenge. You'll take on any broadcast. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying I can. Not you. Shut the fuck up, Dan. I'm talking to Kruger. Oh, well, yeah. Kruger, you probably, I don't know if I know. uh, Horror podcast. I just didn't line them up, just suplex them as they're coming. Yeah, well, well, that's the thing. I, if we're doing, like, with me, it's got to be, like, MMA. It can't just be fucking boxing, because then you're taking, like, half of my tools away. I feel like even in a boxing, I, I don't know any, like, horror podcaster badasses. I'm not saying they're not out there, but I don't know. Okay, of... well, I got a ring. <laughs> we got a yes todd's got a ring well, I don't like, we can make we got access happen. to a ring access to a ring this can happen god that would be funny cool duder i will slip no wait can't do that because it's a threat i i will take you down <laughs> dan can't even tread have you dan you do understand there's wrestling promos on on like youtube right yeah i wanted to make it clear as a wrestling promo <laughs> we'll, we'll do this we'll, we'll do this God damn it. I'm the one who was like, oh, yeah, we got to get awesome. 90 minutes today. Oh, yeah, you just <laughs> fucked that. Well, I, I, whatever. Two hours then. God, we we could build a WrestleMania card out of this. Out of four well, I mean, you get, you get Drum Dums and Cody Leach. Hopefully Drum Dums kicks the shit out of Cody. That would be it. That would probably be near the main event because that's also like actual beef. Is, is, is Dan pulling us inadvertently into outside heat? No, no, no. I'm just saying there is heat. That's documented online. Uh, Me me and Kruger, we're the outsiders. We ain't fucking around. (laughs) (laughs) Too sweet me, brother. There you go. There you go. go. I I do Uh, feel dirty doing that now. Now I got a fucking wolf pack fiend playing in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely one of the best fucking theme songs of all. Did you know that's actually a reworking of the song Burned by Militia? No shit. Yeah, like the lyrics are obviously different. But. That's great. Because I remember I got the single because it had an instrumental and that was close <laughs> as I could get back then. So. Oh, wait, we got another one. Um, well, <laughs> Jake, and Logan. Jake and Logan fight to the death, please. Yeah, I'm yeah but they're not that. horror podcast. Oh, Swaggy G said Giant Chris versus Slasher home video. That would be a battle of the Giants. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Although uh, Chris is, I'm running out nine one one of these bitches. <laughs> Chris is a legit seven foot, I believe. So that God damn, is all right, Kruger's gonna kick big. him in the balls first. Then <laughs> <laughs> quite significantly bigger than Chris. Although Chris is a big guy, I've met Chris in person at uh, 
uh, in Kentucky. So, yeah. Yes. Kruger versus Houston Jones. Who the fuck is that? This is a horror <laughs> podcaster? I've never even heard of Houston. Yeah, who, who's Houston Jones? Uh, he Punisher sounds like Batman a bad thing. WWF 70s jobber. Yeah, right. Houston Jones. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's got I like some lumberjack gimmick. He's just coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I start reviews. Yeah. Uh yeah. oh, do we want to talk our real horror? Thing real oh, quick. Oh yes, 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 yes. All right, then we'll get to the reviews. It's the, well, I blame say, the Punisher just... Batman fan said he's a guy that hurts himself for a living. So, I, I... oh okay, yeah. If we're opening it up outside a horror podcaster, okay. see, like I can't think of a horror well, podcaster. Well, well again, the, I said it was a like content creator person out like that. Okay, that's you're opening it up. All right, well that no, that's what I said. And you just turned yeah. it into I want my friends to fight. <laughs> you you could have that title though kruger in the horror realm for sure because i again i could be wrong maybe like fucking drum dums is some mma expert and he's in unbeatable i don't know but i as far as i'm aware i don't think there's i'll say i'll say like yeah. if we were doing everything i would say yes boxing eh, i'm not gonna toot my horn that much but okay okay i'm gonna still put my money on you but Real That's hard. Trying to be humble, Dan. Something you should learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, no one said. I mean, oh, fuck, fucking fuck this shit. That fucking little. Oh, fucking superhuman! There you go. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude! I would kill that kid. I know. My fucking niece would kick the shit out of him. Yeah, but it wouldn't would. be as satisfying <laughs> if it was fine. Dude, <laughs> if it was me, I just like I, I get a boxing glove with fucking just gusser plates on and beating <laughs> the fucking shit out of him. Has that been done yet? What gusser plate uh boxing glove? No, Ca Casanova does the boxing glove wrapped in barbed wire though, and he calls it the stinger because the Simpsons. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think I've seen one with a fucking gusser plate. I have to message Casanova about that idea now. <laughs> we'll make a lot of violence in the chat. Everybody wants has a fight they want in their head. So, no, we'll see. We got a lot of people just that we know that we can build a card. I don't know. Jess Graham, you got to fight. You got to fight. Uh, well, no, wait. Corey Jonathan. All right, we're we're fantasy booking this. Real horror news. The Titanic uh, survey. You see why I said this should be last, right? Because yeah. we're going to do this and then talk about fucking all that shit. Oh, yeah, you want right. to do it last? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I meant before the news. If we would have done this news first, oh, yeah. and then we're joking around about the other stuff, it might be bad. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to talk about this for 10 seconds and segue back into, I think Lauren can take Piz out with, <laughs> with a submission hold, possibly. You know. Well, we already know Dan's using the dick flip again. He's bringing it back. <laughs> oh my god. Nobody has claimed the dick flip since Joey Ryan went away. That's not true. Has somebody's done the dick flip since he Sexy got... Eddie, the guy who originated that. Oh, well, yeah, but he created it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean he's he's done it since then. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So all right. Sorry, sexy Eddie. I'm not trying to steal it again. All right. <laughs> so Titanic uh, survey expedition. Uh, of course, this is all over the news. I thought it was interesting to talk about tonight just briefly because apparently 7 a.m. roughly uh, tomorrow morning, it's likely that the air 
will no longer be in existence and the the titan is the vessel uh i find this story really fascinating because it, it's just i mean can you imagine thirteen thousand feet deep right now and they very well could be alive there's different scenarios if there was an implosion which i know is a strong theory well, there's that- no there is no safety check. Like, like the, you, you, the, you have to understand some of the details about this sub. Oh, it yeah, was a sub. It was a sub that some guy fucking built himself, and he had all these people sign a waiver, like that said there was no safety checks on this thing whatsoever. So, like, if you die, you die. Basically, <laughs> like it almost feels like this was a this was like a fucking like. Uh, inadvertent like just way of to get a bunch of people to blow up in the middle of the ocean because now i don't understand the rational mind of having to pay a quarter of a million dollars i mind you all these people paid a quarter of a million billionaires though to be on this thing but with no safety checks are you fucking me like why'd you like go gag all good (laughs) get there were a lot of concerns of structural fatigue uh, on the vessel. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of criticism. Of course, the guy that, you know, is in charge of the, the company uh, is is on that vessel. So, yeah. you know, I don't know who you go after at that point. But, um, but yeah, I mean, two and a half miles down, it's got to be frigid. Um there's a lot of different they're searching a search area the size or even larger than belgium i think i heard an entire country so the way people are talking on the news you can kind of read between the lines that it's like a maybe a one percent shot that they would locate them they did hear i know knocking but that could also be from debris there are other explanations for that um Man, what a story though if they were able to rescue them at the last second. But uh but yeah, Cameron's Ocean, just sitting over there like, come on, Titanic 2 is gonna be the shit. That, <laughs> yeah, I I'm sure he I haven't seen him on any news program, but he I'm sure he is because I mean he had that documentary and uh he's been down down there, so yeah. I can understand paying that money, though, to be honest, especially when you're a billionaire. I, I get paying the money, know. but paying the money and my safety <laughs> isn't guaranteed. Fuck that. Like, yeah, well, I, I just you got to be like if you're a billionaire, you have to be like somewhat of a, you know, unless you came into the money, you have to be somewhat of a you know savvy person. I just I, I don't it just sounds like a recipe for disaster from the start. So I'll be looking I- forward to the Netflix documentary in about three years. This is what happened when you don't let your kids watch Jaws 3D and learn. Stay out of underwater. <laughs> Not a good idea. You won't see yeah. my ass underwater. I get nervous when I went to that friggin' uh, uh, aquarium in Arizona and I had to walk down that. Oh, that, oh, where they put you under? Yeah, that shit's cool as like, fuck. Uh, no. <laughs> ah, you, I saw so you, Jaws 3. So, like, if you came out here, you wouldn't go out on the boat? I, that's on top of water, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, I yeah, very you're, well. You're still if something goes wrong. A, a boat, a, a boat's a different though. Like with underwater shit, just alone, what freaks me the fuck? Like one of my biggest fears, if I ever was to do that, would be the air pressure thing and you getting like a fucking bubble in your lung or some shit, and then you think you're fine, fucking for a half hour, you're chilling, having a beer, and then you drop dead of a fucking heart attack. That happens to people that go like you know 
deep yeah. sea uh, scuba diving and shit. It's where like, like there's a certain thing you have to do with the air pressure before you surface or like yeah. bad shit can happen to your fucking lungs and your heart. Yeah. I've done it down in the Caribbean. I mean, nothing like hardcore, but I, I've been down to, I wish I could remember the wreckage of the ship. I, I'll have to ask, but uh, I snorkel. That's it. On top of the water, looking down. That's far as I'm going. Uh, never yeah. scoop. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've snorkeled more than I've done scuba, but yeah. uh, I, I, I'm honestly like, I, I, a lot of things don't scare me, but that's one of them. I'm too big of a pussy to do that shit. Yeah. That not to, not to mention, dude, like I've heard some like crazy stories about people being attacked by fucking barracudas going scuba diving and shit. Like I'm good on that. That's that's pretty rare. I mean, yeah, it's always a possibility. I mean, you know, sharks for a lot of people, but but statistics on that you're probably fine dude i i speaking of sharks are you seeing that viral video going around of that shark attack in that boat in the lake it's like straight out of a scene of jaws it's insane no i haven't I don't yeah this kid this dude's on i'll have to find the video and maybe i'll post it up in our discord um but i was scrolling through instagram and this guy's just on this boat in this lake and it, it looked like to me a great white just started attacking his fucking boat and he was uh -huh. freaking the fuck out. I, the one video I, I need to look for, somebody said it was like a Russian general where somebody was refusing to fight and he gets like bludgeoned with a hammer. I haven't seen yeah, the video. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that happened. They were talking about yeah. that on Rogan. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate I, to I hate to harp on another news bit, but we never talked about the fucking aliens thing that happened either. Oh, it's like at the point where it's like, yeah, there's pro there's fucking no, aliens. but the whole Las Vegas thing. Did you hear about this? No, this happened. Oh, like that. He, he, we're we're both thinking of the movie. No, no, no. no. There, there's a, a fucking alien alien thing, alien thing that, that happened movie. in Las Vegas. Uh, these uh, the uh, Las Vegas police department got called into an area. And I guess one of the cops saw, they thought it was like a fucking asteroid or something, but mm. they saw a bunch of lights. And apparently this UFO, according to this family, this UFO landed in this backyard and they saw a 10 foot fucking figure come out of the motherfucker. And mm. like the thing that has me kind of weirded out about this is this apparently happened like two months ago, but they just released like the footage of like the cops and stuff you know investigating it and the cops are spooked like out of their mind and the yeah. fact that one of their own saw it you, and then you have this family talking about seeing a 10 foot fucking alien walking around uh pretty scary stuff i, I really did see wouldn't you doesn't it make you happy to know though that fuck, they no, fuck that well, though you're assuming they're hostile, you're assuming human yeah, but you, you know what? They were going to be hostile in about five seconds. We're going to be sticking them and poking them. So yeah, they're going to be hostile because <laughs> if you haven't noticed, our country isn't like the best at like well, yeah, dude, like shit. like you like you could have an alien just like you know, may, it's doing the whole ET phone home thing with like a little girl, and then you're going to have some redneck go, "Holy shit, it's a fucking alien!" <laughs> Boom, and then the war starts. That's that's the realistic uh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> thing. Joe Bob does not represent us. You think Caesar's gonna ask questions when something lands at the park? 
hard. <laughs> it, it could be, it could literally be ET walking over with the flower, and he's still smoking it. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't. Uh, first contact with Caesar might not be the best idea. There's but... a reason if they're if they're here, they're in disguise. <laughs> I would want to know. Like I've had this discussion with a lot of people recently, and we are reviewing horror movies tonight. I promise, but. Uh... <laughs> I I would want to know definitively. I do believe they're out there because it just makes sense. There'd be other life out there. Some people are like, no, I'd be terrified. But I'm like, again, you're making an assumption, uh, you know, and if, if they have this technology and they wanted to hurt us, seems like we'd be fucked anyways. So, yeah, but, but, just but like, no, wait, pause to be fair. We have that technology ourselves to do that. And we haven't. This is true. Uh, what do you mean? Sorry. We have technology ourselves to fucking probably fuck with them back. No, no, I didn't mean that. We have oh, the no. technology to end the world, but we're not doing it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yet. <laughs> Again, but that's my point, though. So yeah, they yeah. can have it too, but we have it. We're just not doing it. So just. Oh, yeah. But it, I... you're saying if they have it, they're going to use it. We can't deploy a nuke to take out their, their home world, presumably not as out of range of any weapon we'd have so well i meant when they're when they're here yeah i want it to be I'm, what i'm saying is the ability to do it doesn't mean that's what they're going to do mm. we don't haven't you, done it yet don't you think like it would be good for humanity like if, if they have bodies or whatever just to come out with it like i don't think no it's i not. think the, the panic the pan dude you have to no. understand you do this you start getting into like people rethinking their religion and a, a bunch yeah, of other true. shit. So I, I don't think it's a good, it's a good idea. Like they, there. I think that's probably why the go the government and just media in general has been, has, you know, back then when you yeah. thought, when you were talking about aliens, everybody, you know, immediately thought you're crazy, but as time has gone on, we're kind of getting out of that narrative that if you saw alien, you're a fucking crackpot because of all the shit the government's slowly putting out there. So I think eventually we may get to that point where they're going to fucking introduce us to an you know alien maybe or tell us what has happened over the last few years. But it's going to be slow and over time. And I think we're in that period now. So hopefully in the next 10 years. But Here's the question. Do you... All right, obviously it depends what it looks like, but do you fuck it? Like if an alien chick like lands in your backyard and absolutely, says, like, I mean, what's the point if you can't say I got some? The first person to get some alien poon that can tell about it, of course, <laughs> that's you're be fuck that's it. bestiality, sir. Like, but like, what if it's like really like far away from what a human is? Like, you might have like a bunch of titties. So on are it, fucking animals. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's well, the same principle. But so, intelligent. So you, life. so you would go fuck a goat. Good to know, Dan. That's not a. It's if the it's a space goat, maybe. So you would fuck yeah, space goats. Space, space goat. goat. You know, but it's got to have like some hey, human features. They got to fuck something in the south. Come on. Like if it's like if it's like a hot like Klingon chick. Sure, I can overlook the ridges on the head, but. You know what I mean? Like, it depends. If it's, like, seven of nine. Well, we'll, we'll, Dan, we I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We're going to start reviewing movies now. Yeah, we'll yeah. we can talk more about this on the yeah, show. You were fine, then you started bringing up some stuff we don't know what you're talking about. 
The Borg. Hot Borg chick. Borg queen. Alice Creech. Okay. First review. movie for the night, Dan? <laughs> all right. Well, Todd wants to get down to business. I wanted to talk aliens. But all right. The Blackening. No, you wanted... The Blackening from director Tim's story. And in this film, seven black friends go away for the weekend and end up trapped in a cabin with a killer who has a vendetta. Will their street smarts and knowledge of horror movies help them stay alive? Probably not. All right. So The Blackening. Uh... Hot tag. You want to go first, Kruger? Um, sure. Uh, I, I actually just saw this in the theater last night, which it was kind of surprising. Pack theater. Like, I wasn't expecting that at all, considering it came out, what was it, Friday or Thursday in some areas. Um, but packed theater, uh, good crowd. A lot of people were laughing. Uh, I, I watched it with my girlfriend. She thought it was pretty funny. There was a couple of jokes in there that got me, but... When I saw the trailer for this, I was hoping it, uh, how do I put this in the right terms? This is, I felt like this was more of like a spoof than like a horror comedy. I was hoping for like a horror comedy slasher. Maybe you got some good gore and some good kills in there. And there really isn't a lot of that. It's more played for the laughs and, uh, you know, that's fine for some people, but I was, I was expecting, you know, at least to have some decent kills and there wasn't like a single one that I thought was memorable or even good for that matter, but did have, uh, some funny, some funny lines in there. The Trump joke really cracked me up. Um, <laughs> and, uh, as a whole, it's not anything I'm ever going to watch again, but for a one-time watch, I say, give it a go. Um, the, my probably my biggest issue outside of the kills was that I thought it was very predictable. I mean, it they kind of like really give, like give away what is happening in the story within like the first ten minutes. Uh, but I also don't think people were going into this looking for a great slasher mystery. They're going in to have fun and laugh, and I think it, it 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 does do that well. It's just not my personal preference of what I like to see in horror comedies. <laughs> yeah, like I need I need splatter with my comedy. Ben the uh, Ben Grimm said the, that annoying guy was really annoying to me. Got on my nerves. Which one? The Steve Urkel guy? Yeah, Clifton. Sure Clifton. <laughs> I thought his name was Carlton. I thought he was talking about Dan. Carlton's from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> you were younger than. Yes, yeah, that's the I, guy. But that's a, he is essentially Cl Carlton, yeah. but his character is Clifton. But I got yeah. more Steve Urkel than Carlton, but yeah. well, they're kind of a blanket. I, he should he should have did the Carlton dance. I would have laughed my ass off. If that happened. <laughs> I, I think they would have had to give someone some money for that. <laughs> Shit, they should have just had Carlton in this motherfucker. Right, uh, I liked him in Ticks. What he was? Yeah. Uh, he uh, what? He dated Nikki Bella. What? Or Brie Bella? I think it was Brie Bella. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Daniel Bryan and. Uh, Fucking and I bet you, and our Eskimo brothers. And I bet you he did the Eskimo dance every time, or the Eskimo dance, <laughs> the Carlton dance the Carlton every time. Dance. He's doing it. Why is it cider and shit? <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, but yeah, oh, well, oh, no, no, yeah, Clifton, but they kept calling him Carlton Benson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Todd, what did you think? 
Because I know you were excited for this one. I was, and it delivered what I thought it was going to do. Um, I thought I, I get what you mean though about it being like on that parody thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very easy to follow. It's like you know what's going to happen. It's it's one of those movies. But I mean, this re- isn't really shooting for the horror crowd at all. No, no, it's. <laughs> It's like that that crowd that liked going to scary movie and all those. Yeah, it, it is. It, it totally is, and it, that's what it gave me, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I I am a fan, and this goes back to you know XPW whatever. I am a fan of when you know race is used in humor mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it's you know something now it's kind of edgy, which is weird because that's what most humor was at one point. So um, being able to laugh at you know people and you know whatever yourself um but yeah this it, it was I, I had a really good time um um uh, needed to, i it, i yeah i was annoyed there was no 40s in it like, come on someone's gotta have a 40 i, I mean you have a, a, i'm sorry was that a now, spoiler yeah but these what? are but these are like fucking like, yeah, but you, know, you got one that used to be hood. Come on, give yeah, me a little but, more. <laughs> yeah, but these, it's a, if I get what you're saying, Todd, but this is also like a modern black comedy. So I know, I, I, I get that, but it you, made sense why there are popping pills instead. Yeah, it did. But I mean, you figure you at least do one, one trope like that. <laughs> For, but I guess that they already have the big trope with fucking Carlton. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted 40 signs. <laughs> For for me going in, I wasn't very excited about it, mostly because it was centering on an old gag about the black guy dying first in horror movies that is now like that joke is so like 30 years now or 25 years, but it's overdone. It's a trope, it's, though. You literally said it, that. It, it is, but that whole premise for the humor, it's just like I've seen that fucking shit. It's so fucking lame. Uh, I had when I did a movie, the director put in that same line about the black guy always dying first. I'm like, that's so fucking stupid. I'm almost embarrassed having my writing credit on that. It's just a dumb joke. It's it's. But uh, having said that, so you, you know, I, I really this looked more parody to me, um, and it is. It is a comedy. You should go in with that in your head. It it there's it's about you know five percent of a horror movie. Uh, now, having said that, a lot of the humor actually landed. I was surprised because I was entertained by this. Uh, I thought the the gag when that when one character is being kind of uh, pushed out of the house where he just looks back, all lives matter. That was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And Dan just um, got us just got us demonetized saying that. <laughs> uh, I hadn't thought of that one, but but the uh, <laughs> now he's realizing it. <laughs> then uh, some of the other uh, gags, like the studio couldn't afford to keep us. So there was a lot of winks and nods. I laughed more than I thought. My favorite bit, and it's really subtle, and it's like a blink and you could miss it moment when uh, one character was holding the gun like sideways and clipping. Oh just yeah, and tur- turns his it, hand. Yeah. There were a lot of like little See, subtle gags like that that got me. That's the one to me that felt played out more than the other one. Because I've seen it a hundred times. Like they, oh, I didn't remember that gag. I thought it was yeah, just, that it was real quick, and I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. It hasn't been done exactly like that, but that's like a yeah. thing that black people always shoot the gun sideways, and but it kicks wrong, so 
they're teaching him to shoot. It's a whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, it made me but, laugh. No, no, it, it is. It, it is still like one of those things. But I was going to ask you, do they make that joke in the movie? Uh, oh, what you mean joke about movie. black people about black people dying first? Yeah. Okay, I just remember it on the poster. I don't remember. No, it was like the very beginning uh, opening scene they talked about it. And I think later on they did too. Okay, I just don't remember (laughs) it like being like that big of a thing. But if they said it twice, it didn't even register. But I know, yeah, Yeah. it's it's giant on the poster. And I I get it, but again, it's not made for you. See, that joke still works. I like people that. No, no, no. I'm saying that that concept still works and is still said by the people they're marketing this movie for. Yeah, so the fact just, that our sis didn't like it. Well, it obviously bad. works for some people, but it was, it's just a joke that's been done so many times. Yeah. But it's it, a staple of like the yeah. black horror community. So, I mean, it, uh, it just, I don't know. I thought it was lame, but I liked the movie. So it didn't matter. It wasn't a big part of the movie. Um, and I don't want to reveal too much. Like you said, it's one, uh, as Kruger, you already said, like, if you're looking for kills or big, you know, an impressive body count. Not a splatter comedy. It's no, it's not a splatter comedy. It's really more of just a comedy. Uh, but I liked it more than I thought. Again, that could be super low expectations, but I, I laughed more than a handful of times. I was engaged could, enough, you know. This this could have gone very wrong. Like, the commercials, I thought we were going to have the right tone. It's Scary movie two, not scary movie five. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And it could have gone like that way of one of the, you know, yeah, yeah, it doesn't go like full like horror parody. I'm actually glad that they held back on that a little bit. And they but the final gag is kind of more and it works because it's just it's out of nowhere and it's actually really funny. Um I think any I think most of you can find something to like in this movie out there i mean it it did and i was a little worried too with the director because he's kind of hit or miss for me he did the first two fantastic four movies ben Grimm, not a big fan of them shit talking androids dan Um, got up and clapped during that scene uh, I've never had an Android. I have no opinion. That's what I'm saying. So you're liking the shit talk. Uh, said, would have been better if the Waynes did it. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't I think know. so. Because I think then it would have been just like a full-on sight gag, sight gag, sight yeah, gag. Yeah, I've I, seen. I, like, I really but, like Haunted House, but Haunted House too. Yeah, it's... I liked Haunted House. Hit or like miss. But yeah. this director, he did do the newest Shaft, which I did enjoy, uh, yeah, even though I that one like went... Him. Again, more comedy than I would have liked. But, you know, taking it for what it is, it was good. But he also did the two Fantastic Four movies and Taxi. Yeah, he's done some bad movies. So I was happy that this oh, ended did up being did one he of do, good ones. Did he do Silver Surfer? Yeah, uh, the two with Jessica Alba and Chris Evans are the ones he did. I have a weird nostalgia thing for those movies. I liked them when I was yeah. a little kid. Well, better than the last Fantastic Four. There's, give him oh. that. Um, yeah, I, I like the first movie, like, yeah. but uh, not the Corman. Well, I love the Corman one, but the first, the Alba one, the first one, the second mm-hmm. one, I, I don't know, something yeah. about that and fucking those movies coming out. I think Burger King had toys for them too. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. <laughs> ben said uh, he likes Haunted House too. Can't look at Annabelle the same after that. <laughs> uh, I should rewatch the second one. I, I the first one's okay. 
See, I, I like to see it. Yeah, it depends. They, That's a little too was, hoodie humor for you, though, Dan. Most of those parody that movies, has the character I want. <laughs> yeah, uh, most of those parody movies are good for a few laughs. But you, you were talking superhero movies. Did you see Flash? I kind of was surprised that didn't do better. I thought that was going to make it fucking mint. Well, they're just Little Mermaid's picking back up. Now it's back on track. Yeah, but if this one, I don't know. You know, I I was going to save this because this is a long conversation. Oh, we want to save it for Patreon? Well, no, we're not doing Patreon tonight. Oh, Um, we're not? I thought we got to do that other thing. I know we had a... Well, uh, well, it's still going to be a live show, though, isn't it? Is that what we're doing? Oh, shit. Yeah, it it was going to... I thought we were going to... Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, I totally forgot. That is true. I'm thinking of doing just a post-post show. Um... Uh, Flash. Um, oh, no, no. Okay, no, real quick. I don't think it's a, a what the movie is problem. I think it's a movie theater problem. Like, I have a whole thing. Well, that it's, Spider-Man movie did really well. So, uh, But but if you look at the stuff before and around, other than that, nothing has really done great. I think it's an Ezra Miller thing, partially. Not the only reason. No, no, I, but I'm being not just that, because you look at Little Mermaid. The big yeah. test is going to be this Thursday. And I'm pretty sure they're not going to be happy with the numbers for Indiana Jones. Yeah, I could get I'm not seeing it. I don't I'm give that, a fuck. That I'm thing seeing. that thing got review bombed so bad too. Yeah. It, well, every big temple movie does now, but that one, yeah, they went Oh, no, dude, it was rough. <laughs> dude, they, I, like I, I listened to the IGN review of it and I was like, holy shit, dude, they just ripped this movie a new asshole. So, I, next- I know Todd's seeing it and I'm hmm. curious to get, I already know everything. I'm curious to get your of review because I don't think you're going to like it, is my prediction. But well, Dan, again, I say this every time. You like saying like you expect me to like it. I only like the first two. The other two can suck an asshole. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm surprised three years. The, the way I love. Let's this go one, ahead and rate black. Now. If they nostalgia bombing <laughs> sh- short round shows up, then it's got a chance. <laughs> All right, blackening. So uh, I'm a three and a half. Honestly, it made me laugh quite a few times. So. Uh, I'm a two and a half out of five. Okay. And Todd? I'm I'm a four. I had a great time. Sweet, sweet. All right. Moving on to our next film, which is Final Summer. Uh, All right. So Final Summer uh, from writer-director John Isberg. And in this, in the aftermath of a tragedy at summer camp, a group of camp counselors find themselves fighting for their lives against a masked killer. Uh, so, uh, uh, do we go with our masked killer first on this one? Um, I'm if you want to. Uh, so, it. I've been looking forward to this movie for a while. Uh, it got announced, I think, around maybe around the time Terrifier came out, or maybe a couple of months before uh, last year, and started following the page on instagram saw the trailer was like oh shit this is gonna be fucking awesome um it was just i i this was literally one of my most anticipated films of the year and like one of the first things i put on my watch list i i just gotta say i've this is a big big letdown for me um there's a few things this movie does right 
uh, I think atmosphere as far as like the shooting location, uh, great place. Uh, I thought the killer looked very cool, but I slasher movies to me, like my favorites always have great kills in them. And there isn't a single good kill in this movie. There it's like, almost bloodless. Not quite, yeah. but almost bloodless. Everything's yeah. off screen. Yeah, everything's off screen. Um, and it just, it, that really, really bothered the hell out of me. Even if they would have just put one or two small little practical effects scenes. Give me a severed head. Get, you know, something. But everything was off screen. It was just really disappointing. And I thought the characters, I just, I didn't care for any of them or I didn't find any of them entertaining or endearing. And like the killer, why he had a cool look, I just, he wasn't menacing enough for me. And the way the story played out, it just really put a bad taste in my mouth too. I mean, I get what you're doing because, you know, you want that whole Friday the 13th going on. Uh, but I, I didn't, I, I didn't like this thing at all, and it's definitely the biggest disappointment as far as me being hyped for a movie and uh, being very let down by the time I saw it. And I, I, a little tidbit to add to this too: I was in a cabin in the woods watching this movie, like oh, for, really? yeah, like I. Me and my girl, we went up to Mount Lemon and we got a cabin for a day. And it's just like a really nice area in the skiing lodge uh, little town. And uh, I was like all set, all hyped up, you know, got the perfect setting, lights dimmed down low. I'm in the cabin watching like a Friday the 13th type movie and then let out a wet fart. So. Um, yeah, but but I will say I you know there's effort here. De- you know there's definitely effort to get that whole nostalgia, uh, Friday Thirteenth style slasher thing going on. So it's, some people may enjoy that, but just for me, without the good kills and the story, me not being a fan of it, um, it, it was just a big big letdown. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> I don't mind a more suspense-driven slasher. Uh, sometimes I, I actually enjoy those quite a bit. Uh, I will say the cast was fine in terms of the acting was all good. I didn't think anybody shit the bed or came off as an amateur actor by any means. Uh, it's just so familiar. I mean, it's a love letter to Friday the 13th. I, I get it. Like You kind of want to like the movie. But they don't do anything particularly different. Uh, you know, it's a decent enough little script, but uh, it, it's it it really just it's too familiar and doesn't do anything to be memorable. Was my issue. It, it is reasonably well made. I will say, if you're going in for Tom Matthews, his part is very minimal. So, despite top billings, I don't think you're going in uh, with the you know. Uh, a big role from him um and yeah I, it won't satisfy the gore hounds because that's non-existent just yeah. about uh it, any even when you see like the impact it'll be a long shot and you'll just see like an axe in the back yeah. i'm assuming they did that partially to avoid really bad cg gore and they just I don't know. Didn't have the means to do practical effects, but like you said, some are some are kind of simple. You know, yeah, you, you, I mean, all I need is a long shot of somebody getting their head cut off. You know, uh, like there's ways you yeah. can do it. 
Yeah, and and it you know it has some moments of suspense, but again, it's just so familiar. Unless you watch every slasher movie ever made, and you could certainly do worse. I just I don't know. I can't tell anybody like go out and see this. Yeah, it, it, it's not a single thing like really stands out except the acting's a little bit better than normal, especially for an indie slasher. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like our our lead actress and. Uh, I just, I don't know. I wasn't very compelled by this, but slashers now it's, it's, you got to give me something a little bit different or you can go the hatchet route and just spray the screen with blood and gore, but it it didn't do either. Uh, so Todd, what did you think of final summer? Um, I, I don't argue with any of your guys' points because it is, you know, stuff we've all seen before. And it yeah. does need some more gore. But like you said, it's well acted. Um, it, it's well directed. Um, it, it, it's kind of what you say, Dan. It needs something more. This, I think this will find an audience. We're just not it. We're seasoned slasher horror vets. You know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's one of those where it's like, I, I don't. How do I say this? I'm glad I watched it. It's just, um, I don't know who to recommend it to. Yeah. I mean, it, it's I mean, not it, a bad movie. It, I mean, it's lacking some things for me that would make it much better, but I'm sure, you know. I mean, let's be real. Like, I can see this popping up on Shudder, you know, possibly uh, Screenbox eventually. Uh, it, it's just going to be one, but, but there's a lot of, you know, movies on both of those streaming services where, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of a gamble, but, uh, sometimes you have some gems and sometimes you have some that just aren't, uh, aren't there. Uh, Ben Grimm said, I always say, if you're making a low budget slasher, you have to have a unique killer with a cool weapon. I, I mean, I agree with that, but along with that weapon, like. I've also been in movies where I love the weapon the killer has. I love the look of them. And then there's just no gore. And that, that, that mm-hmm. bothers me. Like if you have a cool fucking ass weapon, I want to see you use it. And there's been, I, I feel like we've reviewed a slasher where the slasher had this amazing weapon. He didn't use it in the whole movie. This is like, it's bringing back a memory of, I, I know what you're, yeah, I remember the one you're talking see, about. Part I, of this, part of the thing I was kind of wondering is the decision to shoot the gore the way it is shot mm-hmm. could have been on purpose because that's the way we watched them growing up because most of our gore was cut out of it. Yeah, but you still, still get a little bit more than this. Um, well, I, another I, I thing, a, another thing, like as far as like 80s nostalgia goes, there's no skin either. Like I don't I was see waiting this... for you that to make well that no gore no skin it's it's way too familiar I mean that's yeah. the problem you give me something like really unique like oh man I haven't seen that before great story but it doesn't really have that going for it either it's competently made but it's just it's it's like okay if you're really going to the point where this is essentially and just a big homage to the Friday the Thirteenth franchise then you kind of got to give us a little bit of gore. There is no gore. There's a couple's blood sprays at the very end. Um, And there's no skin. There's no, I mean, this one's just more pointless to me. Like it's not the worst 
slasher by any means I've seen, but it's just pointless. There you go. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it didn't help that we I, we just saw uh, two, well, in my opinion, two like great slasher homages uh, with uh, the third Saturday in October and the third Saturday in October part five. I did like both of those movies a lot because they, you know, kind, I think they kind of were going for uh, more horror comedy, but like uh nostalgia trip like this one kind of did with the friday the 13th thing and they accomplished it better yeah. i think i'm finally over the 80s nostalgia i mean i've been for a while but like in movies i, I think we're kind of past it that's why i like fucking terrifier because like it, there's it, it's 80s nostalgia when it comes to like the backbone of what the movie's made off right. of but it's taking place in a modern time with modern people um and we don't get a lot of that, you know. You, I still, I enjoy those nostalgia trips all, all the time, but I do want in like twenty years to be able to look back and see slashers that take pl- took place in our time period. Right? Yeah, you don't want to go back and like, well, everything's in the fucking eighties, but it's yeah. twenty, and it's not even a real version of the eighties. That's what it. Huh. Yeah, I mean, there's an audience for it though, and that's why we keep getting it because everybody loves their nostalgia. Well, they but it's '90s nostalgia is finally taking over, so it's hard with horror though. I don't think that's gonna fit. Yeah, everything else, but with '90s, there is some good stuff, but it's not gonna. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job with uh, Fear Street '94. I, I mean. I really, I, I really enjoyed that one a lot. I, I mean, I actually, I like those uh, the first two Fear Streets, but third one was a little wonky. But th- those first two were good at, you know, uh, basically taking you back to that time period as far as just the way everything looked. When people think '90s, I mean, Goosebumps is a huge part of that for a lot of horror fans, so yeah, it makes sense. Um, but all right, well, I, I give this one star. I, it's not one I'll ever need to watch again. Yeah, I agree. One star, one out of five for me. I'm two and a half. I I don't like, I'm, if whatever the director does next, I'll check out. I mean, I like the cast. It's just, it was just too familiar. That's my biggest complaint, which is why I'm right in the middle. Yeah. I think just for me, my expectations were very, very high. Uh, I knew you'd want gore and I knew watching. I was like, Kruger's overhyped himself. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I knew Dad was gonna be like, no titties. So <laughs> no titties, no gore. Well, but yeah. see, I knew Kruger was gonna have the gore section of the the complaining. For- yeah, I don't, I don't bitch too much about titties. <laughs> now that if you're doing a '90s homage, that can kind of make sense because you know that scream era there that was not known for nudity. So yeah, but yeah, '80s. Sorry. All right, so moving on to our only non-slasher tonight. It was almost a total slasher show, but... Uh, hey, we Kruger did not watch out of protest. Yeah, out of protest, because okay. I wanted the all-slasher show. I'm going to get... over can't come soon enough for me. Let's just put it that way. Yes, yes. That's... Gosh, shit, not that far away, really. <laughs> um, all right, so our next one is a Shudder original from writer-director Ted Gagan. And it is Brooklyn 45. Set on a freezing evening in December 1945 as five military vets gather together in the ornate parlor of a Brooklyn brownstone. 
best friends since childhood. They have reunited to support their troubled host. But when his invitation for cocktails turns into an impromptu seance, the metaphoric ghosts of their past become all too literal. All right. So uh, Ted Gagan is a, uh, a a name that's been in our horror genre for actually a very long time. Uh, he was he's really only directed uh, besides this three other films that so he did. We are still here, which was really popular uh, a little while back. Uh, Mohawk with the, the late Luke Harper and uh for the most part, he's been a writer. He was a writer for uh, the Andreas Schnoss film, Nikos the Impaler, uh, Barricade for Timo Rose, Demonium, Sweatshop, uh, Disco Exorcist. So he's really kind of really done more writing than anything. And I was excited for this because anything like war-themed when it comes to horror, I, I tend to gravitate towards and enjoy quite a bit uh and i i like the idea of doing something immediately after the war this is like two months after the end of world war ii so just that that going home uh, again after basically the war to end all wars at, at that time and hopefully uh <laughs> going forward um and i love these sort of one room character study films uh, which this is uh, it something about that just really connects with me lately. When I look at some of my favorite horror films of recent years, there's a lot of examples of that. I will say the trailer is a little bit deceptive. So is the poster, which kind of seems to imply that there's some some comedy that's going to go down here. It's it's not that kind of film. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed it, that too. The poster really does give that vibe. Yeah, kind of like almost a Frighteners kind of thing. And I was like, okay, that's not this film. Um, cool poster, though. Yeah, it's a very character-driven film that does actually kind of... Hell does kind of break loose a little bit, but that's not a big part of the film. Uh, there's even one surprisingly gory bit. Uh, but generally speaking, this is you know dealing with the, the aftermath of war and what it did to these characters you slowly uh certain things are slowly revealed about what they did during the war uh i've i found it fascinating i loved it uh one thing i noticed when they're outside which is very little in this movie it's almost all in this one room of larry fessenden's character uh lieutenant uh clive hockstadter but when we're outside, it's uh, 4-3. And then when we go inside, it turns to a, a widescreen. I was like a little touch, and I noticed that. And I was like, oh, man, that's that's kind of cool. Um, and, yeah, I was not let down. This is I actually like this more than his previous films as, as a director. Uh, I, this, is a, this is a Dan movie all the way. I mean, I did... I, each person, I thought Larry Fessenden, of course, is always awesome. Really underrated as an actor. Uh, of course, you know, great director, but I think his acting's underrated. Uh, Anne Ramsey, who's been in a million different things, uh, as Maria Sheridan. I, I would have liked to have known just a little bit more 
about her character, but I think they give you just enough. And it does. It kind of feels like uh, like you're at the theater for this one, uh, with the exception of one surprisingly gory <laughs> bit. You could probably do all of this as a play, uh, which I would be all in on because uh, I just I just love this as the tension mounts. You know, they can't get out of the house. It's it's very well done. Ezra Buzzington, fantastic as always. He's playing. He's, he's great at playing an asshole. He kind of almost reminded me of Michael Vine uh, in The Divide, which is a another kind of one location movie. That one's kind of a post-apocalypse, post-nuke, uh, actually, uh, science fiction thriller that Michael Bynes amazing in, and I thought Ezra Buzzington was really good in this too. A little more restrained um, in terms of the situation, but I loved it. Uh, this is definitely on my top 10 so far this year. Uh, every actor hits a home run, and you should absolutely check this out on Shudder. Uh, Todd, what did you think? I'm curious. Um, I think it's good. I knew going in that it wasn't going to be humorous. Because mm. like, I looked at the poster. It, it's very whimsical. It is. Yeah, whimsical is a good word. Like, I'm like, okay, this is going to be like Pleasantville sort of thing. Like, obviously, I wasn't going that far, but yeah, I get what yeah. you're saying. So, I, I, and I hadn't seen the trailer. So, I was mm-hmm. like, all right. I kind of looked and I was like, all right, thriller, core, you know, it was listed. So, I was like, all right, it's not comedy. And yeah. I think even one of the things I read was like, this is not a comedy. So, I was, I'm kind of really, I am really glad I knew going in what I was getting into that mm-hmm. it wasn't humorous. And what I got, well, you're right. It would it would kill as a play. And you know, Rope's one of my favorite movies. Definitely my favorite yeah. book. And a, you kind of just have that like one act play in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and you brought up the aspect ratio thing, which I was going to, of course, bring up. Mm. Um, and I don't know. It, it's just you know, it's people acting, and it's people acting. You know, this is we all. I mean, I don't think it's up there with uh, Nefarious earlier this year just two guys acting but it's got that same you know just throw them in a room and act and this like you said the twists and turns that out of nowhere core um i recommend this one it's on you know shutter there's no reason not to check it out yeah the whole is she isn't she and you know what they answer what they don't answer i it's a good discussion flick like because i don't think everybody's gonna love this uh, maybe my only criticism would be it, it could be maybe a little more scary, but it was fascinating and I, I was glued to my seat. I needed this because, uh, you know, had a slate of, if not bad, at least average movies. And I was like, ah, let let, the, let one kick my ass. And this one kicked my ass. I really loved uh, Brooklyn 45 very, very much. Uh, and it's on Shutter right now. Uh, it's the best Shutter movie I've seen in a minute. The best original uh, I've seen in a, in a little while now, and I think you should all check it out. It's a good time if you like World War II themed horror. This one's a winner, and you know, of course, effectively the world sort of well. I guess the world's always at war to a degree, but it's also very timely right now. So uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, and I am four and a half stars. It's not quite perfect, but it's damn close, and I loved it. 
See, I'm the same, but I don't know what's holding me back from the five. But it's just not a five. Like, I have no complaints, but they're just something that, like, that doesn't elevate it to a five for me. So, four and a half's, you know, great rating anyway. So, all right. Well, I'm going to have to check it out. I did like We Are Still Here a lot. All right. Yeah, that that that's another one. Uh this one's not like super gory, but there is like a, a moment where I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> I guess I guess you had to satisfy the gore fans with just that. I had two random like gore things I wasn't expecting that. And Dan will get this one, the eyeball from the boot to the face. I wasn't expecting that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. All right, moving on to our next movie, which I know uh, Kruger is very excited for, uh, and that is What the Waters Left Behind Scars. And uh, this one is from director Nicholas Onetti of the Onetti Brothers, and it is a sequel to What the Waters Left Behind. Uh, and it follows an Anglo-American indie rock band ends up stranded in the desolate city of Epiquan. Uh, their conflicts between themselves and their bad luck are quickly forgotten when they begin to discover the bloody hell that awaits them. Uh, so, yeah, so this is a sequel, once again, to What the Waters Left Behind. Uh, the trailer for this one's been out there for a while, so uh, very was very eager to check this out and see if it lived up to the first one, which is not a classic film, but I think it's a good one. If you, I can't say backwoods, but I guess inbred horror. It's uh, basically Argentinian Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Argentinian Texas Chainsaw is a good way to describe it. Um, so there were first the good. Uh, some very creepy villains once again in this uh they everybody kind of does their job being intimidating uh i was surprised with this though because it's surprisingly restrained yeah on the gore front now there's yeah. some nastiness here this is by no means bloodless like final yeah. summer was but there's really no highlight kills in this. No, there's a nasty there's, burnt leg, but yeah. Yeah, and there was a couple. Like, I, I re-watched What the Waters Left Behind right before I watched this. And yeah. There, like, there's a couple of good, good gore sequences in that movie. And, uh, yeah, this this did, didn't live up to that. Even some of the, the like, uh, sexual content, you know, was... Like, even that felt restrained. The whole movie shockingly felt restrained. And I know, like, somebody might be listening to this. It's like, oh, there was no no gore in Texas Chainsaw. But I'm sorry, this is not Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, it, this is a ripoff of Texas Chainsaw that's nowhere near on that level. It's supposed to be like a, like an extreme version, you know, that's familiar yeah. with that story. And, yeah, the, the, this one was way more restrained than I ever thought it was going to be. And I think it kind of makes sense why Unearth didn't put it out. Yeah, I, it, it certainly coming from Unearthed, I think there would be a lot of people let down yeah. uh, seeing this. I'm kind of curious the rationale. Maybe it was like a wider streaming kind of thing. Could be. Know. 
Stephen thumbed know. up, so I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no heat, at least. Well, no, no, I, I don't think, like, you know, it's like a fuck you thing, but, but right. with him, like, Stephen Byro is just, he's so loyal to his fans where he watches everything, you know, obviously that he puts out. And if he doesn't think it lives up to the label's, you know, reputation, he, he doesn't put it out, even if he does like the movie. And I'm not, yeah. and and you know, it's not. I I didn't hate this one either, but I just agree. Like, the first one has you a lot of ex. When you see the first one, you have expectations of them upping the ante with the fucked upness and yeah. the gore and all. You know, and it, they it just is way more reserved. They almost kind but, of felt like a soft remake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The be- yeah, it kind of really does. The best thing I can say about it is the location's really interesting. Oh, uh, you know, there's some great shots, but you know, you get all that in the original, and it's a better movie. Yeah, but they they uh, they, there's uh, the shots are a little bit different in where like the the uh, one area where they first all get captured. That's like a whole different location than the first movie. Watching it back to back, but. Uh, yeah. Still really cool. Like, I love the setting of this movie. I just, I think that town is so fucking badass. Oh, yeah. No, the the look of the film is still very cool. I just, when the credits rolled on this, I was just like, man, that's it? It, my, it felt, yeah. Go for it, Todd. Sorry. My, my gut says that there was a conscious decision somewhere along the way to make this more palatable for American audiences. Yeah, that would explain the half English. That would explain the lack of gore. Like if they're going for a mainstream horror audience, I should say, not like the unearthed crowd or the mm-hmm. gore hound. I mean, those things, those changes make sense, and they didn't have a two on it, so it it is enough you could watch it as a standalone film. Yeah. So I I, I do feel like this is kind of like the dumbed down American version. Yeah, so- soft reboot. You know yeah. what I mean? And the characters weren't interesting enough, so it's like I wasn't. I didn't particularly care whether any of these people lived or died. So half of the fun now seeing them slaughtered in really unique and creative ways, that would have been great. Uh, I wouldn't have asked for much more because, you know, it's it's yeah. a gore film at the end of the day. Uh, but I wasn't that engaged with the characters. So it's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, OK, your leg got burnt and, you know, some people. Yeah. Just, it, it's really it's shockingly i was surprised how restrained this was Me too. you could put this in a u.s theater there's nothing in it that would cause any kind of an eyebrow there, there is some maybe some stuff yeah there, some of the sex it's not stuff, graphic but... it's not graphic yeah. at all so yeah. yeah um yeah for me you know i was really excited for this movie and while it didn't you know live up to the gore the first film had I still like the setting. I still love this fucked up family. Um, and I did actually like the main characters we followed in this one more than I did in the last film. The last film, they're kind of throwaway characters. And then this one, I just, I like the whole, uh, like the chemistry they all had with each other. They felt believable as this like, you know, punk band that's going around touring different parts of the country. Um, and just being, you know, a punk fan, I, I, I like, I, I like those characters better than what we got in the first film, but, um, yeah, the gore isn't as good. And there's the, the one thing that like made me a little bit angry was, uh, 
the Leatherface character. So the Leatherface character in the first film has this really cool, almost Victor Crowley looking makeup effect on its face. And in this one, they just put some burn makeup on them. And I was just like, how are you going to massacre my boy like that? He was so fucking cool looking. And you just like dumbed him out down. And now he just looks like this random dude with tattoos. Um, yeah. So that, that bothered me quite a bit. But that being said, I did still like the movie. Um, it's just not as good as the first one. And, uh, you know, the first one's not a classic by any means. But if you like no. a good... If you like a good gory slasher and you like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoffs, that movie delivers pretty pretty fucking well. Uh, I remember like blind buying it on Unearth and just being really surprised with how much I liked it. And then getting this one, I don't necessarily think I need to pick this up and put it in my collection. Uh, but I will take a third movie. You just need to add some more gore into it and go back to, you know, the grittiness of the first film when it came to the torture and the gore. And, you know, in the first film, dude, you have people jerking off people fucking getting pissed on, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, lots of struggle snuggling in that. And then in this, it, you know, it's just very, very tame compared to that insanity that we got in the first one. Yeah. But, this one never make is going to never going to make you uncomfortable really, unless you're very new to the genre. It's just, yeah okay like it's just yeah i was disappointed actually quite disappointed uh my I, rating is I, oh sorry Todd. i know you keep just not let me talk um i wasn't disappointed because i don't really like the first one i tried yeah, again you, yeah i, I watched you, it again too you oh, were, I remember did, you did, were you like at the he gave it like a three but mm. were you at like the same like yeah i i think it made the first one better compared to the second one but i mean yeah. It's still I my rating's still the same on that one, but this one, yeah, yeah. not good. <laughs> Dan, go ahead now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a very generous too because it is below average and it doesn't uh, doesn't deliver what it promises and doesn't give me anything else to make up for that. So yeah, I'm a two. Um, I was tossed up between a two and a half and a three, uh, but I think I'm going to give it the three just because I, I still do enjoy going around with this fucked up family. And I, I forget his name, but the, but the one guy, the bald or the dude with the Mohawk and all the tattoos and stuff, he is such a good fucking actor. I, I love watching him in this movie. And I, I hope they kind of made is, him a bitch in a way though. In this like, one. Yeah. In this yeah. one. Yeah. But, but still anytime he's on screen, just his facials and everything. It's great. Yeah. He had like my favorite scene. My favorite scene in the first movie is when, after he's, takes that chick's legs off and puts in the meat grinder he he like duct tapes his mouth and starts suffocating himself like a total lunatic like he, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't, like he that, wasn't that crazy in this one no but he was yeah. still but he's still good but at the uh, i'm gonna give it a three out of five um but definitely first one a lot better and if you're a gore hound this is probably going to disappoint you, but if you do, if you did like the first one and you like the family as you know the villains, you you'll still have a good enough time spent spending a little time with them in this. Just don't expect them to be at their peak craziness. Yeah, the uh, the niece character is mm -hmm. hot, <laughs> so it's got that going for it, I guess. But but yeah, I don't know. I 
I'm okay if we don't get a third one. Uh, all right. So I don't get to rate it now, Dan? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you did, Todd. Go ahead. Um, I'm a one. All right. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't right. give it a high, anything higher. All right. So our final movie of the evening it, coming from Australia is Bad Girl Boogie from director Alice Mayo McKay. And this one, Halloween blood is shed by the wearer of a parasitic mask cursed with black magic and bigotry. Angel's <laughs> friend is killed by a person wearing the same mask. They must overcome their struggles, fight, fear, find the killer before he slaughters everyone. Okay, so we've, we've got a lot of haunted mask movies out there. And um, this is uh, 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 sort of uh, focuses on a group of uh, trans and queer kids that, uh, you know, are dealing with this situation and... Other than that, though, there's not a whole lot different about it. It's just cursed mask uh, passed around. Um, I thought the actors in this also very good. It's rare on an almost all slasher show where I don't have major issues with any of the cast. I thought Lisa Fanto plays Angel, the lead uh, in this. I thought she was really good. Um, Dan, careful I didn't. Pronouns. Uh, I, huh? They. Oh, uh, Lisa Fanto. I, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, that's yes. what I'm saying. It, Just go that way, Dan. Yes. Uh, uh, Lisa Fanto is really good in this, and uh, it's well made. It's just. There's a lot of pacing issues in this. I, I think the director, Alice, has... Uh, I believe this might be the feature film debut. I of could the, be wrong. I know of, there's a lot of, of other the director? shorts. Yeah, I could be wrong on that. I think uh, some other shorts. I, I've heard of this director. This is, I think, the first film I've seen. Um, I uh, So Vam is another film, not a short. Um, okay boys night she did a segment in an anthology yeah there's a lot that i feel yeah. like made around the same time so i but it feels like a young filmmaker let's just put it that way because yeah. there, there's a lot of pacing issues overly long music montages um and i like the characters but i i don't know the story it's I don't know. There is a little bit of gore in this one, though. Like that's one thing. Surprisingly, I will say for it, it's it's. Well, I can't say it's gorier than what the waters left behind, but I wasn't expecting anything <laughs> much from this. So at least there's a, a few gory bits, but nothing to write home about. So once again, this is a slasher show that's not going to please the gore. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah. Well, almost all slasher, almost slasher on some. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I like the group of kids. Um, I think, and I, I know I messaged you while I was watching. I was like, I think the fact that we had an all-British, or that there was Australian, an Australian group of girls, people, um, that, I don't know, if it was American, it feels like it would have just been hitting you in the face and trying. This was just, it is who we are, and we're making a movie. That was it. It didn't yeah, feel yeah. like... It, if it was American, they 
it become a whole thing. I like that people are people. Just make the fucking movie. And that's what they did. And yeah, yeah. early filmmaker, you're right, though. I mean, I'm curious what we get next. So yeah, I, I think this is a case where a little more experience, tightening it up a bit. Um, it's always hard to say with, with some of the music stuff. It's like, if you're not into the music, maybe that's part of the problem, but it's just, I don't know. There were a few points where I felt like, even though this is like 80 minutes, we could have tightened it up a little just because we're not really doing anything here. Uh, but it's, it's solid enough that I think it might be worth a watch and, uh, you know, um, but it's a very familiar story other than, you know, yeah, you know, being... mm -hmm. no, I was gonna say, we're going to sound like a broken record when it comes to slashes at this point, because it's almost always a familiar story. It's like hard not to be at this point. Yeah. And I felt like there could have been a little bit more of a twist here. I agree. That's the other thing I was like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, that's kind of obvious, you know. It, it, <laughs> I don't know. It, it needed to stand out a little bit more, but uh, you know, it's great seeing representation here. Uh, you know, a lot when we did a show. Well, not we. Um, this would have been me and uh, God. I think this was me and Jennifer on like uh, specifically like. So not on our program. No, this would have been horror theater radio. I think way way back. And it was me and Jen, and I think we were doing, uh, like, gay and lesbian-themed slasher films she wanted to do. And I remember one called Hellbent, just to throw one out there that is halfway decent. And I would throw that out there if you're looking for a gay-themed slasher film. That one's pretty solid. Not a gory film either, from what I remember, but, but I'd say check that one out. This, as it is, I mean... Yeah, I like the cast. I will watch uh, something else from uh, Alice for sure because I think there's some talent there. Just needs a little more work, but it's still solid enough that I give it a two and a half. Um, I'm a little higher because I think it, it is a, just a little bit above average. I and I don't know if this is because of our lineup today, but I mm. I'm gonna give it a three. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And what's up, zombie, in the chat? Uh, can you post scores and movies uh, review? Uh, I guess we could start putting those in the comments after, if I if I can remember to do it, uh, zombie. Uh, but good to see or you. Or Dan could just start a letterbox and do what everyone else already does. Yeah, that's hey, zombie, you have a letterbox? What's yeah, zo oh, yeah, zombie. Well, I don't do it on Discord more, Todd. I am. I uh, have I not. He was, he, was ta he was talking today on there. Okay, not. Off. And you know who else is in that a motherfucker? I don't know huh? if he's posted yet, but Ozzy's in there I'm... now too. Oh, is he? <laughs> he is. Yeah. He, he, he asked me for the invitation link yesterday. Well, oh, he hasn't joined yet. Well, I apparently not. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. It fucking it's oh, okay. it, like sends a little notification. Well, he has the link. He asked for it specifically. Well, cool. well, when he joins, you tell him his hair looks lovely. And well, why uh, wouldn't you just tell him? Why do I need to tell I'll him? Go, Everybody I'll go needs a, to tell him. I'll go add a Roman Reigns uh, emoji to the to the chat. Yes, please. Yes, yes. Add a bunch of them. I was telling Dan, uh, I'll screw it. I'll say it on the air. We need a Patreon room. 
for our Patreons on there now too. Then I can just message them in there. I don't think you can make a room like I, I can't you 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 won't be able to make like a room where it's just the patrons, but I can make a section. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I just hear it I mean, you can just fucking tell, j- j- yeah, just send me the message and I can fucking po- po- post it as a news uh thing, yeah. But, it's, but if it's only for Patreon, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the the patrons don't, I, I mean, what is it secret? <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> I, I get what you're, yeah, secret time? voting no. and shit, yeah, yeah, um. Yeah, but yeah, join our Discord. Our Discord's very, very active, and it's active at all times of the day. So, yeah. Uh, so, and Dan likes wants to shame me, but like, hey, Dan, how much of the editing do you do for the show? Oh, uh, uh, I just said you. I'm not. How much of the graphics you do for the show? Uh, 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 I would be interested. Okay, then shut the fuck up, Dan. <laughs> you need to teach me the way of the graphics. Time. You know the problem with that, Dan, is you never want to do anything for me because if you I will up, do I, a you not remember when you were trying to untangle cords at XPW and how frustrated <laughs> I got oh my god that wasn't me it was you and that Luigi. was there not was the me. point you both came together to try to do it and I, I, was, <laughs> I did not do any cords with Luigi you're mixing me up and yeah you just like straight yeah name dropped him you just said Luigi you son of a bitch you I said his no fucking name trick. You said his fucking name, right? Before You're turning me. into fucking cool duder. I saw I heard yes. the high pitchness. I am. I'm morphing into cool duder. I'm gonna like you gotta take your hat off. Find you at Walmart and like beat the shit out All of right. the steel book, motherfucker. Kruger, what are we doing next on Patreon? Yeah, so uh if you're a part of our Patreon, we will be having a Post show slash me and Todd have to edit the fucking wrestling promo. So I figure it'll be cool to let you guys uh look behind the scenes while we're doing all that shit so uh, if you want to watch that go sub to our patreon patreon.com slash flesh features starts at just a buck we'll be on there once we're uh Tennis off man. air yeah in a little bit and watch uh how i devise my wrestling promos with <laughs> fucking edit producer todd over oh, okay. there oh okay. see th- this has been okay they do uh, oh, there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can they, uh, ben Grimm said they had they have a way to do tiered rooms in Discord. I've seen that in other Discords. Okay. Well, Ben, if you fucking figure it out, let me know. I'll look into it. Kruger, this way, Kruger goes. What do you do, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start you yelling at Ben. <laughs> Tell me, fucked up the chords with Luigi too, because <laughs> fucked up. I don't fuck up. Oh my god. I, I'm telling you, it was good. I was on like blood thinners that day. I, they, those two would have killed me. <laughs> all right. Well, <sighs> I think that's all we got for tonight. It's yeah. been a been a lively show. We've gone yes. from uh, talking about missing submarines to sexually transmitted diseases to horror. And multiple, you know what I didn't multiple sexually transmitted. Diseases. I got Avatar, but I know before you shit on it. The 3D Blu-ray. I have to support what US releases we get. Even though it was on the movie, I was going to buy the goddamn 3D. Isn't it supposed to be like 75 years till we get the next one again? I don't know, but look at the spine. Who Who fucking does that on the spine? God damn it. That's stupid. That's stupid. (laughs) I mean, Cameron, at least last time on Elite, had the pull to get all three discs in one version. All I got to say is put fucking True Lies out on 4K, Cameron. Come on. 
And by the time it's out, I'm not even going to care. I have it on <laughs> digital at least, so there's that. Well, yeah, but I still want a physical of True Lies. It's like, what the fuck? Nobody cares about your stupid Avatar movie. Just get fucking True Lies on 4K and then you can retire. Well, more people are that and The Abyss. The Abyss is the one that gets a lot too. I, I, I'm not a huge Abyss guy. I'm doing a rewatch of that because it's been a long that time. That one, but... the biggest thing with that one is it's in desperate need of a remaster. That's the yeah. biggest thing with that one. Yeah. While True Lies is in need of one, because of the style of movie it is and more of a pure just action movie, it doesn't like have that look of the Abyss, which you know the effects and yeah. But sure. It's the better movie, I think. All right. Yeah. But we don't have a Blu-ray either, though. That's the thing. It's like, give us a fucking, you know, give us a well, fucking. There, there, there's Blu-rays. Just, I think the Spanish one was the. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, there's nothing American, which is, yeah. That's just because, well, Fox was the one waiting. We didn't know. Well, Disney still has to hold his hand, too. So whatever. But let's get out of here so we can yeah. do our other stuff. Come on Patreon. All right, guys. Yes, it. come in our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Flesh Wound Features. God damn it. And uh, where be safe, don't get an STD. And good night for now. See you on Patreon. Good evening. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. And don't fuck up chords, which I didn't do. You totally did it, Dan. Luigi did it, not me. You are a fucking...